0: Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Messy Masterpiece Podcast with Chad and Tori. Happy Monday. We're super excited to be kicking off this week with you with a lovely devotional read by my (laughs) lovely wife.
1: Yes, you guys, we're excited to start the week with you guys. And today we are reading out of Jeremiah 1 5 and the devotional is titled Before You Were You. It says, I knew you before I formed you in your mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. The love letter from God says, Beloved child, I have called you and set you apart for a great purpose. This calling comes with a cost, but the eternal rewards are worth it. When you walk closely with me, others will be able to see that you are mine. Some will be happy to see you walking with me, while others may try to make you fail instead of following your lead. You will make mistakes because you are not perfect, but learning from them will make you wiser. Don't put pressure on yourself to be perfect. I am the only one who can perfect you so you can become a beautiful reflection of my love. Love your heavenly father. The reflection says, we can forget that the master holds the master plan as we try to plan our own lives. When we have our own agenda, life can get frustrating and faith can become so much harder than it has to be. Include the one who gave you life when making life decisions. The treasure of truth says, we are set apart for something significant
0: yeah that reminds me of what we learned in church yesterday about how following jesus does have a cost to us and a lot of us uh can fall into this like way of living where we think that okay well now i'm a christian so now my life is supposed to be xyz Mm -hmm. and i'm never supposed to experience discomfort or you know uh, persecution or anything right um but that's just not the truth at all yeah And it makes me think of what the pastor was teaching in church. And it was in Acts 26. So if any of you are wanting further study in that, you can go read Acts 26. But I'm just going to paraphrase it real quick. Mm -hmm. Where basically Paul was sharing. Oh, what was that guy's name? One second. King Agrippa. I went and found his name. Mm -hmm. So Paul was sharing with King Agrippa about Jesus. And remember, Paul at one time was a murderer of Christians. Yeah. And he was the one of the biggest persecutors of Christianity. And then Jesus, of course, met him on the road of Damascus and all that, that whole story. And Paul is sharing about how even Jewish people, after Paul like came to Christ, so to speak, Jewish people even tried to have Paul killed. Mm-hmm. And this King Agrippa is just like, do you think that you can persuade me to become a Christian so quickly? And Paul says, we either quickly or not. I pray to God that both you and everyone here in this audience might become the same as I am, yeah, except for these chains, yeah. But what's interesting is is that Paul. Is, you know, running for his life in a lot of capacities and he's been shipwrecked and he's been beaten yeah. and he's been estranged and all this stuff. And he's saying, I wish that you were the same as me right? doing whatever you could to share the good news of Jesus Christ. Right. He wasn't saying, oh, I want to be like you king. Right. Who has everything, mm-hmm. every creature comfort you could ever imagine. Right. Whatever amount of wealth, any relationship, whatever. Mm-hmm. No, he's saying, I wish you were like me and yeah. I'm in chains.
1: Right. It's the, what do we believe our treasure is, right? Paul's saying, I've actually found the true treasure. I have it. And I look at you and I recognize that even though you have all the treasure, here on earth like you everyone on earth would see you as successful and you have all of this glory and fame and influence and everything else and Paul is saying i see right through that like i wish you could be more like me because i know the treasure that i have in jesus is worth so much more than all of those things and you know, he's literally in chains. He's been beaten. He's in, you know, every capacity we would look and be like, why would I ever want to be in the situation that you are in? But we're not recognizing where the true treasure lies, Mm -hmm. right? And the true treasure is that Paul has experienced suffering with Christ. And I don't think that we put enough emphasis and importance that the Bible says we will share in his suffering and his glory. I think a lot of americanized churches they do this altar call and they um i think personally they're kind of saying like hey give your life to christ and then everything's going to work out and everything's going to be great just say you believe in jesus and he's going to work everything out for your good and yes he will work everything out for your good but it's a process and in that process there is suffering and there is hardship and there is persecution and opposition and in all of those things it's refinement it's treasure because god uses it to make us more like him
0: yeah it's um as cliche as they sound it's turning tests into testimonies and messes into messages
1: (laughs) yes are there any others that people Uh, use nope but i think they all turn into a messy masterpiece turning pain into praise oh there you go anyways there it
0: is would you like to praise on out baby
1: (laughs) yeah i'd love to Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you that you are good. We thank you that you are holy, that you are righteous, that you are just, that you are King of kings and Lord of lords, lords, God, wow, that we get to praise you, that we get to worship you, that we get to know you, God, that we get to press into you and seek you and feel you in our lives and see you in our day to day, God. I pray that we would not only talk to you as friend, but we would recognize you as Lord, as Savior, as Abba. Lord, you are so much higher than we are. Your thoughts are so much higher than ours, God. So when we get caught up in our own agendas, in our own workings, and we think that our way is best, God, would you remind us, would you humble us? that your ways are higher, that you have the perfect plan, that you are master with the master plan, God, that we would submit to your ways and that would, we we would rejoice in suffering, that we would rejoice in these seasons of waiting and these seasons of hardships, God, that we would remember to count it all joy, God, because we know these seasons create perseverance inside of us. And what, what more can we ask for, God, than to be, refined to look more like you god that's all we want to be we want to be reflections of you reflections of your love god we want to accept your grace we want to come into the throne room and bask in your your glory and let your grace rain down on us god i just pray truly today that we would come into your presence and fall at your feet And remember how good you are and how we do not deserve this relationship with you. And yet, we get it. We get to have relationship with you because of your son, Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray that we meditate on that truth today. That you sent your son to die for our sins so that we could be in personal relationship with you. How powerful. So, Lauren, we're going to open up the floor right now for our listeners con- to continue praying, to continue pressing into you, and Chad and I are going to be praying in agreement with them.
0: So cover me in the blood and heal my open wounds. I'm this-
1: Love, love so abounding, love so pure, love so abounding, we will Amen, God. Amen, God.
0: Amen, y'all. Just want to give you a quick little reminder that Tori and I posted our long-form episode, and this one is all about dating Mm -hmm. this past Saturday. So feel free to go check that out, and we will be talking to you tomorrow.
1: Can't wait. Talk to y'all tomorrow.
0: Adios.